The NBA salary cap is set to spike and Zion Williamson can make how much money? I need to become an NBA player like really, really fast. Let's do it in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, keep it out. Back at home after the hurricane, some time away. Internet is working, so we are back. This will be the final week of three days a week, whether you're listening or watching. And next week on Monday is media day for the New Orleans Pelicans. So we'll do a show about that and probably break that down over the rest of the week as the team starts training camp. Because the first preseason game, by the way, it's like October 6th in the Smoothie King Center. That is not not very far away from where we are right now. That's like two weeks away, essentially. The first game for the Pelicans at home is on October 20th. Holy crap, that happened quickly. The season is basically like upon us in, what, exactly a month for the first home game. So we've got a lot of ground to cover, get you prepped for the season. As Zion Williamson and the rest of the team starts their campaign. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about today, though. Not the short term, but the long term, because this is something that's going to be a storyline that I'm going to be watching this season. There are reports coming out that the NBA salary cap is set to spike. The NBA is looking at signing a new TV deal worth potentially $75 billion, billion, and that means the salary cap for the 2025-2026 season could be in the range of $171 million. That is a whole lot of money and significantly more than what it is right now. And so when you start to look at what that means for teams in the league, the salary cap, by the way, this this year is $112 million. So that's about, what, $60 million more, a little bit over that, that this number might go up. And so the salary cap is set off of basketball-related income is what it's called, BRI. You'll hear that as they sign this new TV deal. Basically, the salary cap is a percentage of all of that BRI that comes in. The salary cap is set as usually like 48 49% of that. The owners get the rest of that money just to kind of keep and essentially pay those guys. Um, and that's how that all really works out. So the TV deal is the biggest thing when it comes to trying to up the salary cap. They and other league revenue do that. That's why all the canceled games from COVID and everything, the cap didn't go up as much as we were thinking it might and usually it goes up every single year. And they had to revise those projections down a little bit. That's a whole lot of money. And we've seen this before where the salary cap spiked after the 2014 season and it allowed Kevin Durant to go to a team like the Golden State Warriors, a team that he normally wouldn't have been able to sign with because they didn't have enough money for him. But when the cap spikes like that, it creates some weird effects around the league. But this has a big effect on Zion Williamson. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I have some nervousness about him potentially leaving because I think he's such a special player. He's such a marketable player and a guy that everyone wants on their team doing the historic things that he does. 
you know, he's kind of maybe exempt from some of the things we would normally expect a player to do in terms of signing contracts, length, money, things like that. Is he the guy that kind of breaks the mold? And it definitely seems like he could be. And then I see a number like 170, whatever it was, million dollars, 171, whatever it was, million dollars that the salary cap could be. I'm pulling the the tweet back up here because I completely forgot it. 171. And that changes my thinking a good bit. I'm When I see that and seeing that jump a year or two after he's supposed to be a free agent, I'm actually a little bit less worried about him leaving because we're getting into such ungodly amounts of money territory that... Yeah, you know, it's one thing to leave two, three million dollars on the table, but ten million dollars? And that's the territory you start to get in if he doesn't stay here in New Orleans. The opportunity cost to him is significant. Like to the point of where it's 50, 60, 70 million dollars significant. That's what we're gonna talk about in the next segment. Let's look at what this could mean for him in terms of contracts if the salary cap jumps to a number like that for the 2025-2026 season. So we'll walk you through the next couple of years and what maybe I expect Zion Williamson to do. And then in the third segment of today's show, I'm going to look at are there any downsides at all for New Orleans? Is there any reason for concern that maybe he won't say money at this point is is verging on like you just can't say no. Even if it's a bad team, it's so much money that I think this really it changes things and in a very good way for the New Orleans Pelicans. So we'll get to all of that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode is brought to you by the Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes. There's a couple of things in life that are just unfun to talk about, but you've got to deal with that. And one of them is excessive sweating. You know, when you're sweating through your shirts, like for no reason, Maybe it's you're just talking and doing a podcast and you're hot and you're sweaty and now I'm actually thinking about it or you're in a big presentation or God forbid on a first date, something like that. You don't want to excessively sweat when people are looking at you. It kills your confidence. It means you might wear like different clothes because you can't wear white shirts, yellow shirts, whatever, light colored shirts because you're worried about the pit stains uh, seeping through or things like that. You don't want to deal with that. And that's where sweat block antiperspirants wipes come in. They're stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bed, go to sleep. Next morning, you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. It sounds a little too good to be true, but literally, you only have to use these things once a week. They were a lifesaver when we were evacuating, was on the road, and I'm trying to be somewhat comfortable in a just crappy situation to begin with. These things are doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Again, they work for up to seven days per use, and they have the dry shirt guarantee. Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. And right now, it's the number one bestseller in the Amazon antiperspirant category. But you don't need to go to Amazon to get them. You can get them there, certainly. But go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code 20... uh, Sorry, promo code locked on for 20% off at sweatblock.com. Bezos doesn't need your money. Go get them cheaper over at sweatblock.com. Use some promo code locked on or at Amazon or at CVS as well. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and then you've got your neighbor's best friend's sister's 
brother's wife's login for all that other good stuff you want. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And it's a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, all those extra remotes. You don't want to turn on the wrong thing and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So we are talking about Zion Williamson and his potential next contract. So let's look at what this means for him and New Orleans. Great. The salary camp's going up. Money to spend all around. Does it matter, right? We just learned that New Orleans can't really attract free agents. Even when they try and overpay him and they tried to overpay Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul by all accounts and it didn't work. So does this matter? Well, it does when it comes to Zion Williamson. So Zion's entering his third year in the league. After this season, he's eligible for a rookie extension. He has one more year on his contract. It was a four-year rookie contract he signed. But after his third year, he can sign an extension. He is, no matter what the salary cap is, going to turn that extension down. He's not going to sign it. There's just no need to do that right now. I'm sure he wants to try and look at all of his options. But it's also because right now he's only eligible for 25% of the salary cap. Max deals are indexed not off of a specific number, but a percentage of the cap. So when you sign one of those max deals, you can get 25% or you can get 30% of the salary cap if you meet certain criteria. It's called the Derrick Rose rule. Brandon Ingram didn't, but he got the 25% max. And that max number is indexed off of your first year starting salary. So it's not like you get 25 or 30% of the salary cap every single year. So if he if Zion Williamson signs a deal before this spike, He's not getting 30% of $171 million or 25% of $171 million. So he's got to time this right. So Zion, what I'm expecting now, is going to do things a little bit differently. After his fourth year, when he's going to be a restricted free agent potentially, the Pelicans will probably sign him for a two to three, a three-year deal with a player option for the third year. Normally, you see guys take some sort of five-year contract. That's what Brandon Ingram took, five years. Maybe it's four years with a player option is the fifth year, so it's a five-year deal, but really just a four. That's what also makes that Brandon Ingram contract so good for New Orleans. I don't think it'll be that long for Zion Williamson. I think he's going to look at this and go, I can make how much money in two years, essentially? So he's going to sign what is essentially a two-year deal that ends before this salary cap spike occurs because if he reaches that 30% criteria, which only the Pelicans can offer him, and I'm going to tell you the difference in these numbers, it's a staggering amount of money per year. The starting first year salary for him would be $51.3 million. $51.3 million. Think about that for a second. The second year salary he would have is $55.4 million. He would get 8% raises on this contract, so it would go up 8% every single year. That is an insane, insane amount of money. If he were to leave and sign elsewhere, and only other teams, no other team could get sign him for 30%, it's 25% of the salary cap. That's $42.75 million. That's starting to get onto the territory of, 
It's such a significant amount of money, that 5% difference, that I don't know if he can turn that down. 51.3 or 42.75? You decide, right? It's one thing if it's like 51.3 for the Pelicans and like 49 million for another team. But a 9 million something dollar difference there. And then the second year salary on the 42 with another team is just $46 million. You're still a $9 million basically difference for the most part every single year. Over five years, it's $45 million he's leaving on the table by not signing with New Orleans. Now, this would be a $300 million contract, let's say. So we don't, maybe he's not worried about that, but that's such a large amount of money that I think it changes you know, the formula in his mind with everything that is a staggering, a staggering amount of money that he could potentially earn. And that would be his third contract in the league. And only New Orleans can give that to him for the most part. Um, if things go according to plan and nothing goes really out of left field, that is an unbelievable amount of money. That might change things. You know, if it were me, that might change it for me. It's one thing to give up $10 million to chase a championship ring. 45? Potentially more than that? Who knows how it kind of all works out? I think that becomes a game changer when it comes to that Supermax deal, which we haven't seen really work out uh, always, even though Giannis just signed it basically with the Milwaukee Bucks. But that's such a staggering amount of money that right now, I want that salary cap to be as high as freaking possible if I'm a Pelicans fan, because that means more money to Zion. You want this to happen. You want this to happen where the Pelicans can offer him way more money than any other team, because now we're getting into the point where it's not a one or a $2 million advantage. It's a nine, 10, 11, $12 million advantage that becomes significant. So you want to see this number go up as high as possible, because I actually think this, maybe more so than anything else, really helps the Pelicans retain Zion Williamson for as long as possible. But there are a couple potential downsides to this, and that's what we're going to look at coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy Basketball. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball is kind of broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had the most scheduled games that week. It made no sense and there was basically no strategy to it whatsoever. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball and it's called Game Pick and it's only available on the Sleeper app. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's totals, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. You hate it when your opponent played 10 more games than you because you're going to lose a bunch of categories or your head-to-head matchup. It's just how it goes, right? That's not, there's no strategy to that. You're just trying to play for maximum number of games. That's the only stat that matters. That's There's no strategy. There's no depth to that. So the days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in that week are over. The days of mindless, busy work of setting your lineup every single day, trying to watch the injury wire, all that's done with. Days of giving up halfway through the season because it's just a lot of work sometimes to play fantasy basketball. Also over. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home and away, 
the opponent's defensive ranking and pace of play and more. And all of that adds up to more strategy in this game and less busy work. So whether you prefer Redraft, Keeper, or Dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code with this one. And if you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by Therese. Don't let the stresses of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me sits at a computer all day just trying to make it through the day tension free. Theragun can help. It's the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using the signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, which we're all going through right now. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make it feel like you're holding something from the future and just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and it's going to suggest new guided routines for you. The Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid, elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds and thousands of customers. So try the Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to Theragun Therabody.com slash locked on right now to get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. That's therabody.com slash locked on. All right. So we're talking about Zion Williamson's potential next contract. $51.3 million in the first season versus 42.75 with another team. It's a game changer, right? Like that shifts the paradigm here. I think that staggering amount of money. So we expect him to finish out his rookie deal to maybe sign a three-year deal with a player option in the third year, which he will decline because then he plays two more years and then he's up for this new contract. Seems pretty straightforward. And it, it kind of is. But there's a couple a couple of potential downsides to this. So a couple of things. One, maybe $45 million isn't enough to keep him. He is so marketable. He's making probably $30 million per season right now on top. You know, that, like he's making about $10 million per year. On the Pelicans, in terms of player salary, he's actually the fifth highest paid player on the team right now. Uh, and he's probably making 20 plus in endorsements between 2K, Gatorade, Jordan Brand, all of that stuff. He's probably making at least 20 million in endorsements. So 30 million per season is 45 million over five years. You know, something like or sorry, 50 million over five years going to do it. Maybe not. That might not matter to him whatsoever. At that point, the money gets so high that like. I, I kind of struggle to wrap my head around like your bank account and what your finances look like and something like that. Like I said in the open, we should all be NBA players right now. The, the life is probably pretty good uh, and you make so, so much money. So maybe it's just so much money that it doesn't matter to him. And with the cap going up and you're seeing a potential, a potential $15 million cap spike, every team could basically sign him. Every team could sign him. It's not like he's ruled out going to a team that he wants to go to because they don't have the cap space. Every team would have that. Again, we saw this. That's how Kevin Durant ended up on the Warriors. If he doesn't care about the money and he's like, oh, I can choose any single team in a league because they're all going to have the money to sign me. They don't need to trade things or anything like that. Well, then I'm going to go and do that. There's potential for that. The main reason that I could see this maybe working against New Orleans is something called salary cap smoothing. This did not happen last time. 
That's why we saw a jump of about $24 million or whatever it was in the salary cap in 2014. There's something called cap smoothing, which I think owners want, but I don't think the Players Association does. Rather than having that cap spike go from zero to $50 million, you, you, you build it out over time. So every year, maybe it's a $15 million increase, a $15 million increase, a $15 million increase till you get to where it really needs to be. So rather than one spike, it's kind of more like a straight line. Cap smoothing is what it is. That If that ends up happening, that kind of negates the Pelicans built in advantage all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden, you know, the salary cap isn't 171. It's maybe like 130, 140, somewhere in that range. All of a sudden... It's not this gigantic salary number that kind of changes the game there. The numbers become lower. And at that point, maybe it's not going to be that appealing to Zion to say, depending on what it is. I hope the team's just good enough. We don't need to worry about this. Uh, 30% of $130 million is $39 million. What is 25% of $130? I'm not good. I'm not doing math in my head like that. I'm doing it on the calculator here. It's 39. It's still 32. Five, so it's about six and a half million dollar difference. It's not the nine, ten million dollar difference. That's still pretty significant. So maybe that helps things a little bit. But if they smooth out the salary cap, that could potentially change things a little bit and negate some of the advantage that the Pelicans can give him by offering him that 30 versus 25 million dollar contract. But this is also like four years out in the future and something that I kind of struggle to like think that far ahead about. But look, I want the salary cap to go up as much as possible because it means more money for New Orleans to offer Zion Williamson. And seeing what the potential salary cap could be is a storyline that's kind of under the radar that I'm going to be watching for the next couple of years because it does have massive implications for New Orleans. Today, I'm going to ask you, if you knew it was going to jump to 171, would you just give Zion Williamson that contract right now? Say you could hypothetically be like, yeah, dude, on the first day of... Uh, so would it be July 1, 2025? We'll give you a 30% max deal of the 171. Just agree to that. Would you agree to that right now? A contract for like four years in the future. Honestly, I probably would to, to take that deal uh, if I were the Pelicans in a second. But would you? Let me know in the comments below on YouTube or on Twitter at Nola Jake. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Go check out the Locked On Bets podcast. If I can tell you to do one thing. One thing, it's go check out the Locked On Bets podcast if you want to win some money. They've hit on 62.6% of all of their picks over the last seven weeks covering the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and college sports. They're on fire right now. They're 78, 43, and 1. 62.6%. Listen to that show. Make money. That's all you need to do over at the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please subscribe to the show on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts. Tell, fr- tell a friend and leave a five-star review with a comment. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all probably tomorrow, but you're going to get three podcasts this week now that I'm back home and hopefully everything's sounding and looking right. So I appreciate you toughing it out with me over the past three weeks, but hopefully going to be back to like perfectly normal five days a week starting next Monday. So thank you all for listening. I'll be back with you all probably tomorrow.